Hey y'all! You know when something ridiculous happens to you? Who is the first person that you want to call? Your best friend. Imagine that phone call as a podcast. And there you have it. The So Tell Me Why podcast. We're just two best friends chatting it up about the crazy things going on in our millennial life. We talk about anything ranging from the political climate to the latest beauty collab to the tea that's happening on Twitter. So join the conference call. We'll be waiting. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. It's it's me, Etanosa. And me, Charlene. Back at it again. And back at it again. Um, and today, of course, like like the other episodes we've had, we have an amazing guest. I feel like she doesn't need any introduction, but I feel like I'm going to tell y'all that I met this <clears throat> wonderful, wonderful woman last summer and... I'm just inspired. She is so nice. She is so bubbly. And she's just doing the damn thing out in these streets. But I'm going to let her introduce herself. So take it away, girl. Take it away. Hi, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That intro just killed me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hi, everyone. I'm Lalu of Life on a Banjo on Instagram. And I am the curator and owner of Girls Versus Food, a networking and dining series uh, across different cities and different countries that brings people together to a table of honest conversations and exposure into different careers and different life paths so that we can all live on our own terms. So that's what I do. Um, oh, we love that. Yeah. We wow. love that. That was a great elevator oh speech, okay? Oh, I need to work on mine. Yeah. I need to be like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> period. Honestly, that killed me sometimes. I think Etinosa set me up to, you know, be okay with it. I was like, otherwise y'all would have just heard, hey, it's Lala, hi. <laughs> period that's it the end that's too funny I love that that's honestly a great representation of all that you do but before we get into that conversation because I could really jump into the questions I'm a journalist (laughs) I'm scared Um, we gotta we we gotta start with our so tell me why moment so Charlene do you have a so tell me why moment for us today so I have two so one, I almost died. So thank God that I'm here with y'all right now. I almost died because of some ginger beer. Damn near choked on it. It was too strong. <laughs> My second so tell me why moment is I got a new wig coming. So tell me why I Ooh. bought a new wig. And I'm so excited for okay. it to get here. I'm going to sanitize the bag first, obviously, because of Rona. And then I'm going to throw it on my head and I'm going to look really cute in the house. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. What, what type of wig is it? You got to give us, you got to give the, the listeners some okay, description. Well, they can't see it. You ask, um, <laughs> it is a wavy, I think it's like Brazilian wavy, but it's colored. It's like a honey blonde. Ooh. Beyonce. It's not Beyonce. It's like Beyonce. What is the word? Beyonce adjacent. Wait, where's the okay. wig from? <laughs> okay, so I, I got it from the... AliExpress. <laughs> okay. So okay. hopefully it looks We're like scared. how it looks. Hopefully it's cute on the little girl, you know, online. So let's hope. I'm excited though, because what else is to do? I have all my fingers crossed for you that this wig is going to just look bombed But I now. looked at the reviews okay. though, and the girls were happy with it. But I hope they're not bots. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, what is, is that your so tell me why moment? I don't want to cut yeah, you off. Yeah, that's it. Okay, um, okay, so my so tell me why, girl, so tell me why. I don't know, and 
if you guys have been on TikTok lately, and maybe I've just liked a little too many of these videos, so that's why they keep coming on my little TikTok for you page. But it's all these little videos of like white men who are like, I love black girls. Oh my Y'all are the gosh. Best oh ever. my gosh. It's oh insane. I the am cringing <laughs> on TikTok about those men. Right. Oh. They're like, they're like, I mean, I don't know a lot of black girls, but I love y'all. I said, woo, woo, woo. And it'd be like woo, the woo, most like but... bland looking, like <laughs> state farm looking, like Oh no, 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 state farm. Yeah. I was like, how? How? <laughs> Jake from all State Farm on like the TikTok Jake like I love, I love black girls. That's all I wanna be with black girls. Yo skin, yo hair. Yo, body, bang it. That's all they say on TikTok. It's hilarious. And then I'm like, oh, it was so funny. I saw one, some girl was like, show me then. Show me you like black girls. And the, the guy doing the, he was like, I mean, I went to a predominantly <laughs> school, so I don't know a lot. I don't know a lot, but I love y'all. Okay. But my so time moments is like, tell me why that happened in real oh. life. Like that happened. It wasn't a TikTok video. It was real life. So I had just posted a picture on Instagram, you know, showing my sex appeal, showing some shoulders, some yes, clavicle, right? And, and I had this Caucasian man slip into my DMs and he was just like, oh man, I really shouldn't put him out there, but it's okay. Uh, he was like, I want to say something about chocolate, but I know that's ignorant, but you look good. And I said, yeah, here oh my are. God. Here you are. <laughs> oh my. He could have just said you look yeah, good. Honestly, he could have just edited there. <laughs> Period. I was like, you can just be like, wow, you're so beautiful. Damn, you're gorgeous. No, 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 no. Why? It was so funny. Why does it just quickly jump to chocolate? I said, uh, man. It's just a weird fetish. It's I think very the t- bizarre. The TikTok people do it for clout. Like, they do it. Yes, you think so? I doubt that all them Jakes and Blakes <laughs> like black girls like that. But I think here's the thing. I don't even know if it's like they like black girls. I think they just fetishize, fetishize it. Is that the word? Fetishize? Yeah. yeah. So, be- I fetish- fact, wait, fetish- I've been at home for too long. I haven't spoken to people. Wow, <laughs> <Child, laughs> girl. But <laughs> because the ones that I see, it's like when they say, I know I'm like hijacking this out, but like I'm, I'm gonna go back to my background in a little bit. It's like when they go like, oh, I never knew I liked black girls until, and then they'll pan to a TV show on BET yeah. or like yes. set it off. And I'm just like, what? Like, why, <laughs> sir? So um, this is not okay. No. Right. So. And the sad part is like they really think it's like a compliment. They're yeah, like, yeah, and it's not. I love it's y'all. Really I not. Said, no, no, no. They be like, I love my black queens. I'm like, what? Who's your black what? <laughs> we don't know you. We don't recognize I don't you. Exactly. I don't. I don't know you. I was really reflecting on it. I said, as a black woman, do I refer? To, I don't refer to myself as like, oh, do you see my chocolatey <laughs> brown skin? Maybe sometimes. Like, I'm just like, I'm cute. Okay, I'm period. I'm them, period. Um, vanilla kings. Like, like I'm about to are they? Are milk, they though? Milk. Are oh. they? Kings. Are oh. they? Are they? Leche Tres leche. Tres leche. But then the ones that hate you up, you got to admit, they don't even have enough color for pistachio. They don't have enough color for leche. Leche. You right. Leche You right. They're just like. I don't even. It's not even milk. It's just like. 
Snow, 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 snow be falling in different ways. Be moving it, you know. Snow has a rhythm. <laughs> These men don't have it, so I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Printer paper. Key. <laughs> there we go. Printer, printer paper. No <laughs> printer paper. Oh my god. I'm weak. I don't know. Maybe the ones you get for free. The ones you take from the office, maybe. I know. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. There we go. That's it. No, Not no, the one no. you buy from Office Max, no. the one you just get in the, the office. office. Yes. The one that they're like, this has been recycled three times. And you're like, yes. <laughs> yes. Clearly, you can tell I have been traumatized by this topic. <laughs> you can tell I have this emotion. I'm dead. Not triple recycled printer paper That's from the office. What they are. Wow. <laughs> Throw king. King. No, king. they're more like they, they haven't reached king yet. No, they haven't gotten there yet. Woo! Today. I am deeply traumatized. Wow, by <laughs> Lalu said, "Let me tell y'all about <laughs> my experience." <laughs> no, it's really strange. It's very strange it's 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 interesting it's interesting but like we that's a whole nother podcast that really could be a podcast by itself talking about that but it's okay it's okay maybe maybe i'll write a blog post <laughs> later all uh, right last but not least yes lalu take it away what's my so time about that was a, a lot of my time to watch it because it's just been happening for so long anyway um but the one that really caught me today is just um so tell me why so this whole quarantine thing has been happening for a minute, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it has. so tell me why my mom yesterday decided to tell me. So I didn't speak to her yesterday. <laughs> and every single day of this quarantine, I feel like I've been talking to her. She's been calling me every day or like I'll call her. So yesterday, obviously, I went to sleep. I did not call her. And it was like, I forgot that she existed or something. So tell me why this morning at 7 a.m. I get a phone call from my madre. And she's like, hello. And I'm like, hi. Hello. And you know when you don't live at home, it can can feel really, like, it can be very shocking if you get a phone call, like, super early in the morning. You're just scared out of your mind. And I was, like, scared and everything. And I was like, is everything okay? She was like, what happened to you yesterday? And I was like, and in my mind, I'm just like, what did I post on Instagram? What made its way out there to the public? What, like, what was I doing in the streets? And then she, I was like, nothing will happen. And she goes, you need to call your parents every day. Sometimes twice in a day. Like, she was like, how can you be there and you don't talk to us every day? Like, what kind of human being are you? Do you not have emotions? Oh, my gosh. And I was just like, mom do you miss me and she goes that's not the point that's not the point I was like <laughs> That is so you cute. You could just say that. Uh, it started off not being cute, but it ended up being I cute. Swear. But that was most of my moment. <laughs> I so now swear. She probably worried that about is so you. Too, with this Rona. Yeah. I'd be like, I need to hear from my child every day. Every single day. She said twice in a day. And I was like, <laughs> to talk about what? To talk, twice? To talk about, to talk about what? I, I, we all in the house. We, we are in the house, mom. Like, I don't, <laughs> and then now, so, so, somewhat, so now I have to not only call her every day, I also have to tell her what I eat every mm-hmm. day so that she can make sure and assert oh. into herself that I'm eating, having enough nutrients to fight the Rona. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Okay. So, 
Um, that is love that. It's not so amazing. <laughs> I feel because I can't do it. <laughs> You're like, I have this week and then no, I'm I have, have to drop like off. today and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that thing has happened to me. My mom called me. I, I, I don't even for real. I love my mom. I talked to her probably three to four times a week, whatever. And one day I just didn't talk to her for three days. I was busy. You know, I was just living life. This was before Rona. You're so I was streets. really doing things. <laughs> and she called me. I didn't answer. I didn't answer her WhatsApp message because, you know, they love WhatsApp. <laughs> um tell me why my grandma mind you my grandma lives in london so the hour the the, there's a six hour difference my grandma called me twice then she called me a third time but it wasn't the third time that woke me up out of my sleep it was the fourth time i answered hello it's my grandma's brother who's calling me i said what in laura's name is happening they were worried about they were like you you didn't answer yeah they were like we didn't hear from you in in 48 hours we just thought you had died wow but right. African parents are dramatic. They jump so hard. They're so dramatic. And it's just like, what? How did you get to this conclusion? Like, I'm confused. I swear. I said, first of all, I answered your WhatsApp app right to death. I said, you would have known. You would have known. Very oh strange. Deceased. <sighs> Gotta love them. Got to love the moms. Gotta love the moms. But moving on, so this episode is, so tell me why Six Inch Heels, and that reference might just be aloof, and y'all might not know that, but if you love Beyonce, you easily and quickly got that reference. You know, Six Inch Heels, Six Inch Heels, she walked in the car. Let's leave it to Beyonce, Yeah, we talked. (laughs) Okay, wow. I was trying to give entertainment to the people. You gave us a wedding. Yeah, you gave us something. Well, we were were talking about just being bosses and the people, the women specifically who inspire us in our lives. This episode is to all our mamas, dedicated to all our mamas for Mother's Day. So that is super exciting. We want to say we appreciate you, but y'all come in later in the episode. Let's get started. Let's focus on Lalu right now because she's our guest. She's our guest. (laughs) (laughs) You're very special. We treat treat our guests as royalty here on the So Tell Me Why podcast. Yes, ma'am. So Lalu. We're gonna we're gonna rewind. We're gonna get to know about you, so the the listeners get to know about you. So let's start off. So where are you originally from? What is your background, ethnicity? Oh, wow. who are that is you? The um, <laughs> so I was born in Nigeria. Um, I lived in Nigeria for a good amount of time until I was about thirteen, and then I moved to New York City in the house, Brooklyn to be very specific. A. Hey. Hey. Um, so I always say that those two places raised me because I, I spent almost, well, I know I didn't spend as much time in Brooklyn, but I lived in Brooklyn and then from Brooklyn, I moved to Boston where I went to school. And then from Boston, I did a little stint in Hong Kong and then moved back to Boston to finish school. And then New York lived there for my, you know, that post grad turn up life. And then now I live in Austin, Texas. So, boom. A turkey okay, for the no. eight ten. Let's do let's not use my I'm, I'm still new. I'm y'all still can, new. Y'all can make it the second okay. <laughs> It's the lowercase. <laughs> like, like a a junior. <laughs> I said I'm still new. I'm still learning. Um, <laughs> well, that's really really awesome kind of thing. And like I always like to give the background on how I know people because. I think every guest that we've had, there's some type of connection. So like I mentioned before, I met Lalu 
last summer when I was interning here at UT and she was friends with Oin, who I had become social media friends via Facebook and Instagram. And at the time, I really didn't know what Lalu did. Like, I was just like, oh, she cool. She there, whatever, whatever. And uh, when I moved back to Austin in January, she invited me to this amazing, what do you call it an event? Amazing mm-hmm. experience. That's what it is. Scratch event. S experience it was so great it was no, just... I saw the pictures and I was we like, went to... <laughs> I was like sobbing I from almost... my crib I said <laughs> I even zipped myself into a <laughs> romper that so was too small in. for me to go to <laughs> Lalu I mean the food okay but let me tell you about it. the experience was at this what what we call it Thai yeah. and Vietnamese, yes. Vietnamese restaurant and it was like six of us and we were just talking and really getting to know each other the the table was full of food I mean that jumpsuit I was gonna burst open (laughs) and it was just so great to just get to know everybody and then before we ate we took pictures and those pictures were bomb Um, I had I really had a great time and I got to learn so much about people's desires and people's wants in life and what they aspire to be and like what drives them and that's where I really learned about girl versus food that you mentioned earlier so tell us about girl versus food like how did it come about where did it come from like so tell that's us. really funny because girls versus food started um very coincidentally it was not planned I was just out here in the streets eating my food and you know just being me um and then in New York so one of my very good friends she lives in New York and we both, gra- we both graduated from college and we were both in New York. And every, almost every weekend, I would say, we would like try to find some hole in the wall restaurant to try out. And during these experiences, I wasn't mm-hmm. even that, I wasn't on Instagram like that. I was just using Instagram the same way like any other person would use this Instagram, which was not really because I'm a very private person. So I had maybe like 10 posts or something. And I would just like, just randomly... Mm-hmm. We would just like take videos of us like get in there, but like very few times. And I remember there, were, I remember people were beginning to sit, ask those on those questions like, "Wow, you're really always eating," or something. And also like whenever I was meeting up with people, be it friends from college or in New York City, or I was meeting with like mentors or just anyone, it was always over food. And one day, my friend and I, we were going to this very much hole in the wall restaurant, um, this Korean spot, and. And I remember it was, it was a journey that was supposed to take us about 30 minutes and it took us about three hours later, mm-hmm. we were officially on Instagram talking oh, okay. about, does anyone, is that, does anyone live in Queens that knows how to get to this place? And everybody was like, what are you guys talking about? And somebody like, comment, someone I replied to the DM and they were like, oh, this should sound, this should be called gorgeous food. This thing that you do where you just eat around with people. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Okay, cool. And I was just like, hey, guys, gorgeous food. That's how kind of it started. But then it was literally just eating. It wasn't anything planned. It was just like the same way you go to grab meals with your friends or your girls. And then yeah. as post-grad life began to hit pretty hard, and it was very much like, what is adults and how am I supposed mm-hmm. to do this? That very much like, I don't know if you guys have gone through the existential phase of what exactly is supposed to happen right now? What is adulting? Ooh, girl. Girl, look, I'm going to right now. Today. But it's just like, it just keeps on reoccurring. And 
at that time I was in New York and I began to actually seek out people in industries that I was interested in. So at the time I was actually in finance, very much knee deep in finance. And I was beginning to like reach out to people that actually at the advice of my mom, which is like so perfect for this episode. And I was just like, she was just like, what do you like to do? And I said, you know, I like fashion. But then in that sense terms, I was only thinking about what do I like to do that I've seen make money for people. Not because I didn't really think what I like mm-hmm. to do could actually make money. I was like, I mean, I like to read books and I like to travel. And I've never seen anyone who makes money off of that. You know, I had also never really explored the things that right. I like to do because all my life I had always been very focused on you know, go to college, major in a good degree, something that can get you a nine to five job. So I'd never, I'd never just explored anything that in terms of like hobbies or passions or anything like that. So she just like, and then I started, you know, reading some books here and there. People were saying, you know, you got to talk to the people who walk the path that you want to be in for you to actually know what you want to do. So I started reaching out to people very randomly on Twitter Mm -hmm. and just like people were just, I was like, oh, this lady is like a fashion stylist, a celebrity fashion stylist. And then I would reach out to like 15 of them. And luckily, like one person would respond. Or if I was interested in fashion design, I would just reach out to people. But again, only in things that I thought could make money. But every single one of those situations was always, they'll be like, okay, so what, what do you, why are you reaching out to me? And I was just like, oh, you know, let me pay for your meal. And, you know, I'll just like find this spot and then we'll just go to the place. And you just be like, those conversations would organically happen over food because I'm an introvert. So honestly, talking over anything else is like, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's dead. <laughs> it's, it's not happening. Um, but I, I just began to realize that when there's food, people not own, there's something else to break the ice. You know, you're not just like stay staring at their face like, okay, so tell me, what do you do? How do you do it? You know, it's kind of thing. It's like, oh, this food is good. You know, how did you find this place? Yeah. And, you know, it's just like, that was something that I was very, that I began to realize, oh, snap, I really, the way that I resonate with food is not the same way other people resonate with food. Like, I will pack my bags and move to a whole new city or go to a whole new country just to experience food in a certain way or just experience food from the local people. And I was, and people are just like, yeah, that's wild. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. No one does. People don't do that. You're, you're strange. And I was like, really? No? Oh, that's strange. <laughs> And those conversations always happen around food. Yeah. And it's just like, those were the moments, I would say that were my building blocks where I just began to really learn the different aspects mm-hmm. of life, the different things that people did. For example, I met people who took photos for a living. I met um, the guy who did the, uh, the, the drawing for Beyonce's art, the Beyonce's artwork. His name is also Lalu. His name is all NYC. Um, wait, wait, what? wait. Yeah, that was... I mean he's done a lot of people not just Beyonce but like that's what that I really met him too as well over food those type of situations where it began to become a thing where people would actually reach out to me to just say okay can I grab a meal with you and I was just like wait you want to eat with me why and it was just like one of those moments where I was just like they were just saying oh you know I'm going and then people started reaching out to me like oh I'm going to this new city do you know where I can eat? Or as people's assistants who started reaching out to me like, hey, my boss is going here. Where can they eat? Where can they do this? And then that became the connecting point for me to actually meet people who were doing all these different things. So it just sort of just happened in like full circle like that. And then I was like, oh, snap. 
this is something that I'm really passionate yeah. about. This has been the way that I've really learned a lot about people, a lot about people's lives, different ways that I never thought about because I'm a Nigerian. Uh, you know, I said I was born in Nigeria. There are only about three career paths that we know about. So this was the avenue that I got to learn about yeah. other things. And, <laughs> you know, when there's food and there's drinks, I don't know. It's just, it's, it just comes naturally for me to just talk to people and just discover people and just really get to learn more about people. And then Girls of the Food just came about when someone was like, yo, you should actually like do this, like invite a bunch of people and then they just like talk about what they do and like what they like to do and just connect people that way. And I said, oh, okay, sure. I mean, what's it going to harm me? I guess there'll be food and an open bar. And I started on it. Oh, it's, Always, 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 because I always do it and I never <laughs> tell people that they shouldn't drive. So then people come and they're like, oh, snap, I'm like four drinks deep. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, we might want to get you an Uber. <laughs> uh, but that's what I, and then I started small. I started in New York with like one or two people. Then it became a food tour. Because people started saying, oh, wait, can I do more places with you instead of just one place? Then I would really curate the, these experiences of like, oh, yeah. okay, what do you like to eat? And they'll be like, oh, you know, I don't really know. I don't really know what's around. Then it became a thing of people who were new to different cities. And then they'll be like, oh, wait, I need to find out about this city. You know, can you like show me around? But I was like, girl, I don't know any place else besides food. And then it was just like one of those moments where it was just like two people turns into like three people, three people turns into four people, and then just like started becoming one of those things. And then it just, that's how it really came about was just, it was very organic. I was, it wasn't anything that I was like, this is something I want to do. Yeah. But here we are. That is amazing. I, I literally am sitting here like cheesing so hard because I, I was just like, you know what? I really like podcasting because I get to know people's stories. I, I, I never asked you before oh, this about your you. story, and thank I you. love it. I'm eating it up. <laughs> Pun intended. So how did you, okay, so my question for you would mostly be, like, how do you, like, communicate with these, like, restaurants or these, you know, all these places, you know, like, how do you go about that? Do you just Instagram them, email them, find someone who works there? Oh, so it works in so many different ways. So I should say this year was the year that I was like, oh, okay, this is like a thin thing. Like I'm going to actually actively see where I can push it to. And weirdly enough, that was only because restaurants started reaching out to me last year. Initially, it was just, you know, people would say, I want to, you know, eat with you or, you know, me and my girls were new to the city or, you know, I'm visiting this city or whatever. Or, oh, you know, let's go to Mexico and then they'll bring people over and then I'll curate these girls with a sweet experience for them. And then last year, um, when I moved to Austin, I wasn't considering myself a food blogger. I wasn't considering myself in the food space, to be quite honest. Um, and then I remember I just began to like just post like when I would go out to eat I'll post it on the stories and I didn't know this but certain people were following me who were marketing directors for certain restaurants um and then they would just like start I, you know people would just start following you and start commenting you're just like I don't know who you are but thank you and I also didn't even know where I right, wanted right. To Instagram what I wanted my voice to be on Instagram because again, it was that moment of I would see what worked for other people, and I thought that would what was going to be the same thing that would work for me was like strictly fashion and strictly baddie and whatever. And I was just like, I don't know if I could do this every day. Well, this is Tyra Um, But 
when you're not all the way interested in something it could get very tiring very fast and that was where I was at at that point and then this one restaurant just like hit me up and they're like hey you know we're releasing a whole bunch of like new menu items uh would you be down to come try it out you don't have to post anything or anything like that and I was like would I be down to eat free food are you kidding me hell yeah like yes say less <laughs> you said say less I'm like sure and then I was trying to and then I met the director actually <laughs> at the restaurant that day she was just like heading out and she was like oh hi it was me I was gonna reach out to you and I was like hey and I just like we met up afterwards so because I you know thanked her and everything like that and I just met her up afterwards and I was like hey like why did you invite me again I'm very confused as to why you picked me and she was just like oh like I just saw that you always go to restaurants and then she mentioned that someone came to their restaurant and had said they saw their restaurant on my stories so she was like yeah uh, that was kind of how you know and she was like I'm not it should yeah it was just like one of those weird things where like, she was like yeah I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one actually who also notices it because maybe when other people go to restaurants they also mention any name as well and then I was like oh snap bet 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 so this year I've yet to really take it seriously and it's, I think it's a combination of both it's always if I see a new restaurant that's popping up in town I'll reach out to them. Um, sometimes a lot of restaurants mostly feel like releasing something new. That's very, <clears throat> restaurants typically reach out to me mm-hmm. when they're trying to like get honest feedback about something, which I don't know why, but it's like, we need your honest feedback about this. We're releasing this new thing and I'm always down for the ride or like, Hey, can you like, if you want to, you know, we can show you the back roads of how with our chef, you know, cooking with our chef or whatever, which I did in Mexico, which was super fun. Um, and it's just like one of those things where it's, it's, I think it's a, it's both. So sometimes I reach out, sometimes restaurants reach out to me also because like, I'm not, I don't have a hundred thousand followers yet. We're getting there in Jesus name. Um, so <laughs> yes. yes, we will get there. Thank you. I said, Thank you. I will Thank pray you. for you. Um, so it's definitely a combination of both for me it, because it's also something I really enjoy as well. So yeah. If does that answer the question? I think it was a very long-winded answer. <laughs> wow. No, girl. Thank you. It was it was great. Yes. Very insightful. And it's just so cool because I I feel like a lot of people like don't look at social media or like having an online presence or like what's the point? I'm like, you had people watching you like that worked at restaurants. Like that's why it's so important to have mm-hmm. an online presence and it shows like how much power that there is in like having a digital platform and I love like hearing about stuff like that because people are like what blogging what are you doing like why do you do that I'm like um, yeah somebody's gonna see me one day okay <laughs> yes <laughs> and you be the same person to be like oh my god I went to Say that you went to hmm, that's, what I, that's, that's what I didn't even realize that I was like oh that's what they're talking about um but yeah it's it's crazy it's wild out here <laughs> It is wild out here. That is so amazing. That was really, oh, wow. I love that. I love when I meet people who just, like, have this story, like, kind of thing. And it, yours is just very organic. Thank you. Um, and I love it. I love it. Have you, like, shifting into just, like, uh, you mentioned kind of, like, mentors or just people that you know kind of thing. So have there been, like, people that you look up to who have motivated you, inspired you to just kind of keep going with this? Or... Or has it just been like me and Lalu, just us, um, we're doing this together sure. by ourselves? I definitely look up to so many people. 
So I have people that I look up to. I call them like the distant mentors who are just like the digital mentors. So I mean, people like Love Ya Jai, for example, who I, I love her so much. I love oh, her yeah. story. Mm-hmm. Um, who I actually also didn't find out about yeah. until someone actually reached out to me on Instagram. Instagram really is a bit of a strange place for me, honestly. Someone reached out to me on Instagram and they were like, oh my God, you, I feel like your life is going to be like Lovey's life. And I was like, who is Lovey? Who Lovey? Like, who's that? And then, I, it was so strange. And I was like, what? And then I like looked her up and I was like, oh, I guess she's interesting. But then the more I just like learn about her, the more I'm just like, wow, I really do really like who she is as a person, as an entrepreneur, as a businesswoman, as a writer, all that good stuff. Um, I mean, very distant. I love me some Mama Oprah and Mama Beyonce. Those two, honestly, ooh. Uh, of course. Like, it's yeah. so much deeper for me because a lot of people are just like, ah. Beyonce's fans, Oprah's fans, but for me, it's more about their work ethic. Like, there is nothing like both of their work ethics and just the way that they also treat mm-hmm. people on their teams. That's something that I always bring with me in anything that I do when I hire people or when I'm working with people is just being able to just have people work with me and be able to grow. And it's just like a combined effort where everybody's growing and everybody's learning. Um, so I really look up to those two people. Uh, I really, really do love, um, what's her name? I, I call her something else, which I should not even say out loud, so I'm not going to say it. But let me try to remember her name. She's Lovey's co-host <laughs> on her podcast. Yvonne. Yvonne. Oh, Yvonne. Yvonne. I, <laughs> I, I said, we know Yvonne. And why I love Yvonne is really her tenacity because Yvonne always talks about, you know, how she was dirt broke, 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 but she really believed in what she was doing and what she was putting out. Yes. And not only just believing in it, but also putting in the work to make sure that it was out there. And when it wasn't seen, she just kept on going and kept on going until it was seen. Um, I really love her as well. And in terms of more close people, I honestly always look up to my friends. It's very, people that are, that I call, I have very few friends, to be very honest. Um, but everyone in my circle, everyone around me, and me, people like, it's Nosa. Everyone that I welcome into, oh, God. Look at her. <laughs> everyone that I really just like, if I Stop. call this person a friend, if I welcome this person into my circle, or if, like, the, the intimate girls with a sweet experience, for example, I mean, there, there will be bigger ones where I'm not going to know everyone, hopefully, thank you, man. But the ones that are very intimate where it's just, like, four or five people, for example, and I make sure that I invite these type of people, I always look up to them. I always learn from them because that, to me, is really what being a friend and having people around you is for. It's, like, everybody pulls each other up. Everybody helps each other get up there. And it doesn't have to be, like, you're calling me every day to check in on me, but, like, just by the, the way you live your life, I should be able to learn from you. Just by the way that I live my life, I hope you can learn something from me. It's pretty much how I look at it. So everyone around me, I learn from everybody. Yeah. I feel like that deserves a round of applause. That was just a beautiful explanation of just yeah. like mentorship, of just sisterhood kind of thing. Because I think like even if me and Charlene just share our experience or me personally, like I think it's very hard and I have been one to be like, I don't got no mentors. My mom and my dad are my mentors, period, and stuff like that. But I think um, mm-hmm. you learn so much from your friends kind of thing because, like, as we just get older kind of thing, like, I I know I have a very bubbly personality. It might seem like I have a lot of friends. I like to consider some of those people acquaintances. And then, like, then there's those people I'm like, yeah, she's my friend. Like, I know I can talk to her about this and this and this. And, like, it doesn't matter if we don't talk in – 
couple months or something like when we're together, I'm like, this is what I'm doing. Da, da, da. And I've even met people on just like Bumble for mm-hmm. BFF that I'm like, wow, like you are inspirational. Like what you do is a phenomenal, like I can learn. And I think that as women is super important, especially in just things that we're doing. They might not necessarily be in the fields or like be food bloggers or style life and style bloggers. Like I like to call myself or just like lifestyle bloggers, but it's just like, they are able to be like, no sis, like you got to keep doing what you're doing because you're needed. And I think that is extremely important. I I, I agree. And that's honestly like in terms of mentors as well, people are just like, Oh, how do you meet mentors? For me, it's just, honestly you just you kind of reach out and then there's also this thing that I heard where it's like vertical and horizontal mentorship like the vertical are the ones that you don't Mm -hmm. you haven't met in person Mm -hmm. you probably won't meet them in person um because they're just either like Oprah for example I mean if I meet Oprah I'll probably pass out or something like that if I meet Beyonce but that's a vertical mentorship where it's like you're learning (laughs) from what you can see about their lives and then the horizontal ones are the people around you your friends your family members your or your, even your network and for me it's always always like those grocery food moments where i'm reaching out to people before reach out to me um those are also mentorships I, I don't think yeah the idea of mentorship is so weird because people are always just like oh this mentor has to be you know someone that's like a billionaire or something like that but anyone can really be your mentor <laughs> that's- i love to see it I- I love to see it. Um, I definitely want to like transition into talking about just um, our relationships with our moms kind of thing, because this is the Mother's Day episode. Okay. And I just want to say, I love my mama. Okay. (laughs) And the thing is, I'm going to give you guys some context about my relationship with my mom. I think growing up, like she was born in London, raised in Nigeria kind of thing, and then came to the US or whatever. And I think growing up, it was just like, we were so similar in ways that it just seemed like we were so different. There was a lot of like, you're doing this wrong. It's Saturday. Why aren't you cleaning? Da, 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 da. Like there were all these different lessons that she was trying to teach me growing up. And it wasn't, it honestly wasn't until I left for college that our relationship got a lot better. Like I consider my mom, one of my best friends. Do I tell her everything? No. (laughs) Um, Because listen, she's still my mom. <laughs> but I think like one of the things she is a huge inspiration as far as being a boss, like wearing my six inch heels, stomping into the room and being like, here I am. This is a Tenosa. And let me show you what my mama gave me because like her tenacity, like, and the conversations I've had with my mom is like, she was like, I used to think like I wasn't good enough because I wasn't a doctor, a lawyer, a architect or what an engineer and stuff like that but something that she really instilled with me is she was like you have to be I don't want to say content with what God destined for you and I think for me that has resonated in a lot of different ways um like for example like I'm in education okay y'all I am not a lawyer an engineer nothing like that I'm not going to be making the big bucks until I'm like the president of a university but I'm very content and I'm very content in being where I am today and I'm I love that I'm like a life and style blogger follow me on enhanced individual and stuff like that because like (laughs) because it was like it fulfills me do you know what I mean and stuff like that and I think like sometimes our relationships with our moms and this is just me gets clouded by the back and forth and the lessons she's trying to teach us. And she's like, you need to be like this and you need to do that. And how come you haven't called me in 20, 20 minutes. (laughs) And you're like, sis, chill out, chill out. Um, But I think the underlying themes is 
they, I would hope most mothers genuinely love their children and they just want to see them prosper, whatever that may be. So my question to both of y'all is like, are there any like life lessons that your mom has taught you that you kind of maybe subconsciously have doing what you're doing in everyday life? (laughs) You trying to get deep right now. You know, (laughs) I like to, I like to get deep. Um, I guess I'll go. Well, my mom, I'm just, okay, my mom is an, <laughs> I don't even know where to start with Abby. Um, basically, my dad passed away when I was five. So it's just been, and I'm an only child. So it's just been me and my mom for 20 years. So it's like, it's kind of gotten to the point where it's just like she, because she was like a young woman when he died or whatever. So I think we kind of like, grew up together kind of and like we are still I definitely would never like disrespect my mom but like I do see like a friendship with her and I just do admire like just like you know just losing your husband after moving to a new country like because I'm Zimbabwean so we moved from Zimbabwe and like we were only here as a family for two years and then she was on her own so just Mm -hmm. seeing like her like I never really saw her cry never saw her like you know, like, she has always been like, I gotta get a job, I gotta do this, I gotta take care of my kids. She's always been that person who just doesn't give up and doesn't, like, she's just like, okay, this is life, whatever, I'm gonna grab it by the, the horns, isn't that the saying, or whatever? So I definitely admire yes. that about her, because it's just, like, she's super independent, she doesn't depend on people for anything, um, and so... I admire that about her and then like she's always like no you're right it's like she will return like a rotten peach like if she gets a peach from the store and it's rotten she's like I'm going back these are my rights no you're right we're going back to the store they can't do this to you blah 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 blah, blah. and she's a very like smart woman she loves to read loves to keep me in the know with like what's going on in the world so I think that she's instilled all of those things in me like sometimes I don't want to know how many coronavirus deaths are happening every day but I feel like She's, like, taught me to, like, care about other people and care about what's going on around me. So, yeah. You know what, Charlene? I can really attest to that because Charlene really keeps me in the know about stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, did you know that this She happened? really you does. Know, That's definitely my mom. Um, was that the question? Was that, was I that love question? them. <laughs> okay. It did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. For me. And Lalu? <laughs> Lalu? I'm like, wow, I really got to go on that. Um, <laughs> a lot of us like, uh. so you, you, so, sorry. That was really just deep, Charlene. Um, Atenosa, you said the question was, what do our parents, what? I, I, I'm so excited. Oh, her mom is just, sorry. What? Okay. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I was asking, what type, what lessons have you feel, you felt like your mother has instilled in you that you use every day or subconsciously because it's not like every day I'm like, you know what? My mama told me that I need to be nice to people because you know what I mean? It's more so like, I think like for me, it's like, I have realized I'm the more I grow, I'm becoming more and more like my mother in, in some ways. And, and um, like, let me give an example. So one of the things that my mom has always kind of instilled is being classy, being carrying yourself well, dressing well kind of thing. And so for enhance, like, being a life and style blog, it's really, it's really easy for me to do that because like I have grown up seeing my mom take the time to get dressed up. The reason I have a bajillion and 5,000 clothes is because my mom has a bajillion and 6,000 clothes. <laughs> and it's just like, 
when I walk into a room or when I dress up and when people give me compliments about my outfit, it's because it's like, I, I've learned the importance of carrying myself to present myself into the world. And that's what I do in work with enhance the individual. And like, I can appreciate that because I think like people take notice because I put in that effort because my mm. mom has instilled um, it in okay. me. Wow, that's I guess I give us such good stories. Uh, for me, it was def- <laughs> I, I feel like I've learned so much from my mom, and I always still learn things from my mom. Um, for me, something I use every day would definitely be the way that I present myself in places. Um, because growing up, my mom regardless of what was going on at home or what was going on in our lives, whether we had a little um, or a lot, whatever we had, she always would just say that, oh, I would never have my kids feeling inferior to other people. So she always made sure that when we went out, we were dressed to the tens. We looked on point. We, and it's not even just like we looked on point, but we also felt comfortable and felt like ourselves in what we wore. So that when we appeared in places, we never even were just like, oh, I don't want to be here because I don't feel like I fit in. There was never that mentality of I don't fit in. And um, for me, when I was growing up, because my mom just was just like walking out the door, she was just like, yes, that's my daughter. You look good. <laughs> I mean, she would never even say like, you look good. It wasn't even like based on physical <laughs> appearance. It was just like she just the way she would just like talk to me was like she would talk to me like an actual adult, like an equal and there was never that like there was never that mentality of oh you're mm-hmm. too young to understand certain things or anything like that she always made sure that I was very much aware she was very open very she communicated about a lot of things whatever was going on whatever was bothering her she always said it so like when I walked into places in most places I typically was always like the youngest person in my class or anything like that but I never felt like it I never felt like I had to relegate myself or make myself feel small in order to fit mm-hmm. in um so even till now that's like something that every single Mm -hmm. day that I always it just walks and moves with me it's like if I'm going anywhere I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like yes we feel comfortable this is Lala this is me and if I'm in a space in a feminist space if I feel like the people around me are where I've come in being myself and I feel like that space is not allowing me to be myself or they want me to me to be Mm -hmm. smaller than who I am or they want me to feel small or anything like that, I'm leaving. I'm walking out. I'm saying, this is bye. Because it's just like, for me, my mom never raised me to think that was the way to live. It was never like, you need to do this in order to, in order to survive or anything like that. If you yeah. don't feel comfortable in a place, if somebody doesn't make you feel comfortable, if someone's making you feel inferior, or, and it's not you, she also was also made it like, what's actually making you feel a certain way? Is it yourself or is it other people? If it's other people, you got to go. If it's yourself, you got to deal with that and sort it out. Um, so that at every single point in time when you walk into a place, you're always just like 100%. And even on days when you don't feel like 100%, slap a good outfit on, you know, make sure your appearance is on a hundred. So like when people see you, they're still, <laughs> you still walk yeah. in with that, you know, power behind you. You're still walking with that feeling of let's handle this. Let's get this done. Um, so for me, that's like something that like every single day, if I'm just like, you know what, it's one of those days when, you know, this person's just really stressing me out and all that. I'm just like, yeah, you know, I don't, and I really just sit down and evaluate. Why do I feel like, why do I feel this way about going here? If it's me, oh, 
okay, we can sort that out. Wear an outfit, look good, yeah. meditate, whatever you need to do, do it and be done. Um, but if it's other people, then I'm just like, okay, maybe I actually don't need to be around this person anymore, you know, kind of thing where it's a lot deeper, but on the surface, it's very simple. It's like five minute conversation with myself, really. <laughs> Let's go. Exactly. You <laughs> figure out where you get yeah, there. Let's, go. Um, Let's get it. For me, Let's as go. an introvert, Bye. it's a very big deal because, you know, introverts in social spaces, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. What's going on? But, <laughs> but once I figured out, oh, it's just me, you know, just being in my feelings right now. I'm like, okay, you figure it out as you get there. But if it's other people, then I'm like, okay, no. So it's always that, like, constantly I'm always having, like, a, a table in my head that's like, okay, this space. Why do I feel this way in this space? And so because I've always grown up with it, it's now it's just, like, it's, like, snap of the finger, decision type, and I'm able to, like, quickly see it yeah. and quickly analyze it and just move on. So shout out to moms. So she yeah, made you more self-aware. It made me very like, much more self-aware. I was, yeah, that's, that's a very good way to put it. That's one sentence. Part of the five minutes thing that I said. Yes. Charlene is my therapist. Getting from this hour long talk is (laughs) Yeah. She's definitely with me very much more self aware. Even in like spaces where she is in now, where I'm just like, Mom, you're the one stressing me out today. No, no, no. No, it's not today. (laughs) And she's like, Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm like, sorry, it's you. It's not me. <laughs> that's so interesting okay. that we've all mentioned that like like the thing is my mom is like that too like with the whole like making sure you dress nice thing i don't know what that is like she'll be like so you're not gonna put makeup on today like where are you going like i'm like girl she's like i was just like you're not gonna try to make an outfit i'm like i'm not going anywhere i'm going down the street <laughs> she said when you leave when you okay, go outside fresh. <laughs> you need to be looking like, nice okay Okay. I swear, my mom. My mom is the person who, like, she loves Victoria's Secret. She loves matching. That's why I love matching. Anyway, and so, and she'll she'll get those sets, those like sweat sets, just to be like, oh, this is just for a Saturday at home. I said, my guy, just put on what? She's like, I have to look nice even at home. I said, whoa, okay. That's so funny. Moms are great. Shout out to all the moms. Moms are great. Shout out to all the moms out there. We appreciate you. We love you. This is my one last deep question that you may or may not have thought about in life, but I'm a reflective person. So I'd be thinking about things. What is one thing that you would just like to thank your mom for that you don't actually say to her? I know. Let me, let me begin. So you guys can think. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I'm still thinking as well. I, now I'm just rambling to get my thoughts together. Um, <laughs> um, I think um, I would really just like to thank my mom for getting to know me as a person, as an individual. Because like, as I mentioned before, like growing up, I thought there was just, there was a lot of yelling. There was a lot of back and forth. There was a lot of both of us want to say the last word kind of thing and like I was just like you don't understand what I like you don't understand me you know and I think like growing up it's just like I'm not afraid to tell her oh I have this podcast oh I have this blog oh I bought this oh let me get your advice kind of thing oh this is what I'm doing with my life kind of thing and I think like she understands the essence of like I'm an emotional being kind of thing like I will tell her this, this, and that. And, like, she knows at this point it's, like, I'm telling her because I need something back. Like, you, I'm 
you need to fill my cup right now. And I think it's taken her a long time because it was like, maybe she didn't have that in her life. And, but she's recognizing my daughter in front of me needs me to be a little bit more emotionally focused. My daughter needs me to pour into her when she's sad or when she's upset kind of thing. And I am just so thankful because I couldn't imagine not being able to just call my mom. Like if I was in jail, I would call my mom because she would actually pick up the rest of them. I don't know. Um, (laughs) I'm serious because it's like, I'm not, she knows I'm not just calling. Like every time I call it, it's either because I really care and I want to hear her voice and I want to make sure she's okay kind of thing and vice versa, or I need to tell her something. And I'm just so appreciative that she understands and recognizes who I am becoming as a young woman. (laughs) I don't feel like I'm young anymore. As a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, look, I'm going to call her on Mother's Day and tell her. <laughs> I love you, mom. Wow. What did you think? I'll let you go ahead. I'll let the host go ahead first. What would I thank her for that I would not tell her? Oh. Um, I think I that, like, in general, like, my mom, I don't she's put me first a lot. You know what I mean? Like, she's always everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she's, I think this is something that I kind of, like, feel bad about, kind of. It's like I'm begging her for, but I kind of feel bad because I feel like she, like, kind of gave up, like, on her own, like, ambitions and dreams. Not like she's not, like, she has a career or whatever, but I feel like she has more passions, and I think that she's just, like, everything is for my kid. You know what I mean? Like, I do everything on earth for my child, and I really, I really do appreciate that. But at the same time, I'm like, what do you want to do, Mom? Do you want to go out on a date? Like, I literally am like, do you want to, like, what do you want? What do you want to do? So I would, I would definitely thank her for just oh and not like making me feel like my mom always makes me feel like I could do anything you know like she'll be like oh like I I have like an idea about something and like it doesn't go through so like you'll come up with something else you know so optimism and then just like prioritizing me and like what I need that was so beautiful (laughs) she said that's it (laughs) that's it <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all <laughs> yeah. Uh, for, <laughs> for me, sorry, it's, it's very similar to what you said. It's so Charlene, where it's just like for me, it's my mom just she never. So, you know how people are always just like, oh, you should you can't do this because you're a woman or you're a girl, you're a female. My mom really never said that. Um, we never had that mm-hmm. discussion. Like there were certain things that she would say. Sometimes I'll kind of like lean a little towards it, but it was more in terms of like, oh, you know, you can't be doing this because when you have a husband and da 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 da. And but it was so counterintuitive because oh, yeah. she never really <laughs> said that in terms of like men in society. So I was just like, well, no, I can do whatever I want. And she'd be like, what did you learn this from? I'm like, you. Um. So my mom just. <laughs> she's like what um my mom really just it's the same thing where she never made me think that anything was too small or too big for me to accomplish um it was always just oh you feel like doing this okay go for it and even in cases where she didn't even understand what my passion was or what I wanted to do was even sometimes when I didn't understand either 
she still supported. And I think that was like, that's a very big thing for me because I think for a lot of parents, it's like, if they don't understand something, then they refrain from supporting you. They try to, they try to prevent you from doing it because they don't, you know, if you fall, they're kind of like, I can't catch you Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And my mom was kind of the person, she's always been the person that's like, I don't understand what you do. Yeah. I really don't understand, but I feel like I, but one day I'll understand when you have the words to tell me exactly how it is. Um, but I'm going to support you 100% of the way. She might, I've, like, I've had moments where my mom would be scared to piss death. So I kind of like, oh my gosh, I have, like, she wants to move like to another country and she's doing it. And like, I just have no idea. I've never, like, it was, for example, when I was going to Hong Kong and my mom was just like, I mean, she's an immigrant, just moved to, um, to the U.S. She was like, and now she, my daughter's like packing up and going to the, like, this place that's like 15 hours away. But never once did she even, even just even like say mm-hmm. something like, oh, you shouldn't do this. It was always, okay, what, what is this? And I explained it to her and she literally said, I don't understand what you just said, but how can I help? And that's always just been a big thing for me with my mom because it's just always showing me that you don't have wow. to understand people to support who they are or to support their dreams. Just however way you can fit in when they let you know you fit into those spaces. Um, so it's a very big thing for my mom. It's, it's really just shaped who I am as a person as well. So, thanks, mom. Yeah, I was like, uh, I was like, wow, do it, it, do it, do it, don't choke up here. Get it together. You're like, keep that. No, like two other things. Wow, wow, wow. Actually, cried. My mom's like, what are you doing? I was like, I just love you so much. She was like, why are you crying? And be like, I got it. She's like, like got go it. You love me. Let's I love go to you. Like, like, <laughs> Joy luck, anyone? Joy luck. <laughs> I'm deceased. Okay, well, that is the end of us being emotional and saps. <laughs> I know I could be out here. I'd be like, I love my mama and she's the greatest thing that happened. But I know y'all not like that. So we're going to wrap this up with our quick rapid fire questions for Lalu. There are five questions, super random questions, just to, you know, bring some pep into our step and end this podcast on a positive note. So Charlene, oh. do you have the first uh, question? Yes. Okay, girl, you got all the money in the world, right? You just got make, it's making, it's raining hundreds. Okay. And you have to go on a trip. Where are you going? Oh, I got it. Um, sorry, Switzerland. Switzerland. <laughs> I said rapid fire. <laughs> oh, I've heard nothing but good things about Switzerland. I love it. I can't wait. Okay, girl versus right, right. Girl versus food is happening. Next I am week. going to throw a, what type of a food are we eating? Party with street food for a mile. Yeah. Oh, yeah! Just gonna be a street food festival, and and every single block is gonna be a different cuisine. Yeah. Oh, I'm. That wow! I'm here for it. Okay, (laughs) I'm excited. My cocktail of choice, anything with mezcal, really. Oh, okay. okay. Have to try that. Um. Mm. Uh, Austin is known for I being outdoorsy love, people. So, what is your favorite outdoors um, sitting activity? by the water? Yeah, 
water. Same. <laughs> love that. Yes, love I'm down, that. I'm, I'm a water baby, water. so we can sip out of water I'm all down. the time yeah. if you want. Uh, is it my turn? Oh, it's girl. Who's your celebrity crush? Oh, my celebrity crush is. I don't know what that voice was. My, Michael B. Jordan, if he was. <laughs> he fine, but he's not calling out. So I was going to say a six foot he fine. Michael B. Jordan. I don't think he's that oh. tall. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What, how tall is Michael B. Jordan? Let's see. We don't have to find Michael B. Jordan height. I don't think it's that <laughs> so tall. Somebody, somebody Google it. <laughs> Oh, that's he doesn't look tall. tall. I hate when there's. Um, he, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he. If oh, he was he's six short. feet. Wait, can you guys hear me? Yeah, he's six feet, Height. but that's How not tall. enough. Okay. You know, we need a little okay. Yeah. Oh, oh he's a little tall. I'm like, by the time she said six feet is the minimum. Well, actually, we'll take. I didn't know he was six feet. He does not look six feet at all, but he. He does. I we'll feel like this six. is lying. He this is Wikipedia. Nine, like so this is seven. lying. Like, I feel like every guy knows like I'm six Ooh. feet, but they're really not. They're more like five nine. So this is a lie. Yeah, this is a lie. But I do. I said if, okay. if, if I can like, have okay. the perfect guy, you're five like, eight. Michael B. Jordan's okay. body and physique with like um, what you call his name? Somebody mm. that mm. reads books, brains. <laughs> I can't. I can't think of one right now. But yeah, he's a he's a beautiful man. My celebrity crush. I love him. Okay. Love you, Michael. Okay. Michael, you can Wasa, put a ring on it. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Thank you well, thank you so much. Michael, you can call if you me are listening. 855-422-1234. <laughs> yes. I'm going to send this to his publicist. <laughs> but, yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm done. Fun. Well, that's the end of this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast. So make sure you guys are following us on all our social media platforms on Instagram at So Tell Me Why the Podcast, at Sharma Sona for Charlene, and at Enhance the Individual for me. Um, you can also listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. If you do listen, make sure you guys subscribe, comment, and rate us. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.